Welcome to the PG Daily. This season is dedicated to financially empowering the residents of Prince George's County. Join our host, Heath Carelock, as he sits down with several financial experts to discuss ways for you to find money, make money, and better understand money. Get ready to be empowered. Today's guests are Tina Foster and Alexander Austin. Good, good, good. So another question for you all. um, What are some key focus areas for employers when it comes to recruiting talent? And why shouldn't an employer hire the person with the best resume all the time? It's a very good question. Um, So key focus areas really, I mean, obviously you have the intangibles, right? So you have education and you have the, you know, uh, the certain demographic information that employers look at. But I also think, too, that where employers are moving, at least from our assessment, is that they're asking more behavioral st- uh, analysis versus um, analytical or statistical assessments that uh, can produce a certain level of output. I mean, they both matter. But oftentimes, um, when my conversations with employers, they're looking for uh, candidates that want to come in and have a pathway to either a senior management position, uh, management level, and, and something beyond the, the natural position, and also culture, right? So, you know, from the behavioral assessments, um, how you deal with conflict, how you deal with um, failure, right, is is important. It's not always a bad thing. It's, it's really how you're managing uh, the situation, how you work cohesively in a team, uh, what is your leadership style? Questions that I ask uh, quite frequently are, you know, how do you use technology? Is because we're we're advancing so fast uh, that you know the use of technology today, what we use today, is going to be different tomorrow, right? So if we wake up today and and all of a sudden, Employee Prince George's is a virtual company. We got to we got to advance pretty quick, and so you know we're seeing that Amazon just moved into the area. They're literally going to advance the entire landscape in terms of how we're innovating our workforce. That's just my personal belief. Um, and so using that statistic and using those um, particular assessments for employers, I think they are able to understand their workforce a lot better. Uh, and then there's some predictive analytics around that in terms of uh, retaining talent, right? Because you can hire, but then you got to keep people. And Tina, what what about why shouldn't an employer choose the person with the best resume all the time? Why should someone choose someone with the with the best resume? Why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they? Yeah. Why shouldn't they? This is this is my curveball question. Yeah. Well, the resume gets them in the door. Ah. Right. Uh oh, she's preaching now. The Go resume gets them in the door. So you know, sight unseen. Here's your calling card. What are those skills? What are those certifications? Is it up to date? I mean, there's a look that doesn't scream dated. Um, and that's something that our, our career services folks are very good at helping people. Because sometimes people are like, I haven't gotten any hits. Well, let's take a look at your resume. Mm-hmm. How are you presenting yourself? What kind of certifications? What does your email address look like? I mean... You know, if you have a dated email address, you know, it's 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 what it is. 
So you have to look relevant. It's not the issue of age. I think the issue is relevance. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once you're in, um, it's the how do you then sell yourself? And so right. that's something that we at the American Job Center provide training on is just, you know, the interviewing skills because that's an art. Mm-hmm. How do you speak about your skills, strengths? How do you speak about your weaknesses? And as Alex said, you know, those opportunities that you learned because that's what employers really want to dig into. They, the whole idea of behavioral interviewing is an art. And until you practice it and do it a couple times, you know, it's quite a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you who do you want to work with? I mean, these are real questions, right? Right. Um, so, what can a person do to to uh, tool up, to self assess, to make progress on how they perceive or feel like they they are perceived in the job market? Well, what resources are out there? I can always reference. What color is your parachute? Because they come out with yearly editions of the book. Yeah, it's a classic, um, right? And then there's a another one, and this is for more of the faith-based community of Christians, uh, which is uh, Jesus is my job counselor. Hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if that's the exact framing of it, but it's like Jesus career counselor. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And and that has uh, it's like a workbook as well, but. What color is your parachute was sent to me by a college professor once I graduated. Yeah. And she made sure that I had this book. I won't give you the year I graduated from grad school. It's probably public information now, so but anyway. Um but it was it was really good. Actually she gave this to me when I got back from teaching all over the world. Because okay. she was like, Now you need a real job. Not teaching off at war or teaching after hurricanes and earthquakes and stuff. You need a real job. So she did send me that book. But resources. Resources. You know, I guess this is more of a personal thing because I am a resource junkie. And I think of all of them, the most profound. There is nothing junky. (laughs) (laughs) I love that stuff. Yeah, I just I love career books and things like that. But the most impactful one is um, the Gallup Strength Finders. I highly recommend that to anyone trying to figure out to hone their intention and their focus because there are just some things that we're darn good at Mm -hmm. that that's who we are and it's always about focus focusing on those strengths you know what do you do well so what I learned or helped refine my own being was the strength finder is I I scored off the chart on the connection one. I'm a connector. It, it's in my blood. It's almost like I might have been a matchmaker in another life because that's what I do. I connect the dots. I connect resources. And so the work I do is very reaffirming because it fits my strength. And that's what's important for people to understand. Mm-hmm. As opposed to being in a square peg, round hole situation, do what you do well and let that flow happen. And so, as Alex said, work is fun. If you're doing what you do well and you love to do, work is fun. And it should be. I agree. What about you, Alex? What's your favorite resource or resources? Well, so I I have um, quite a few. Uh, I I actually like to look at the competition. Uh, I feel that our uh, primary competitors are all online e-commerce resources. Glassdoor, LinkedIn, 
ZipRecruiter. Uh, I look at how technology is influencing the way job seekers and employers communicate. And then I also uh, task my team to uh, dive deep into those relationships, provide information, extract the information, and we provide that information to our American Job Center. And the reason why we do that is because be it's a free resource, free resource within uh, Prince George County, and we want to be the number one resource. Mm -hmm. um, and so with the information that we extract, we see, like I said, close to 1,000 businesses on an annual basis. Um, our goal within the department is to drive the market with data. Uh, and so as we're looking at information, we're we are the information, right? And so we got to uh, continue to hone on that, but primarily it, it literally is our competition. That's good. That's good. How many people work at Employee Prince George's? Oh, about uh, 80 plus. Uh, it's a, it's a so do you all have a central office or are you spread out throughout the county or do you have people who are out in the field a lot and just don't really have office space when they come back. Their office is remote. Um, they work out of a Starbucks or something. <laughs> like, tell me about how the apparatus The apparatus. Works. Well, right now, most of us, uh, EPG or Employee Prince George's, is squeezed into an office on the fourth floor of um, McCormick Drive. We've been there. We've actually been there for several years, and we are busting at the seams. So mm -hmm. fortunately, we are um, operated. We have um, some expansion plans in place to open up an American Job Center over in Tanger Outlet. And then, a well, we're also opening up another center at um, Hill, in Hillcrest Heights at the Iverson Mall. So this is all planned for this year is my understanding. So it's exciting because then we'll be able to move and expand and have a little more room to breathe and do more trainings, more events in our own facility. So we're very excited about that. So we know that Prince George's County has a population at or slightly above a million people. And working with a million people in an adult public that's probably anywhere from 40 to 60 percent of that number. Um, how much retooling do most adults in this county have to do to be relevant to the current economy and workforce? Well, so, you know, that's a that's a very um, fine tuned question, uh, because 70 percent of our workforce leaves the county uh, for um, jobs in federal employment, uh, Baltimore, Baltimore, elsewhere, Annapolis, Northern Virginia. Um, recently, uh, the Brookings Institute did a study uh, that talked about the region and, and how the uh, inequality gap around Washington, D.C., and included in D.C., are um, not as high compared to other metropolitan areas. And then when you, when you couple that with 70% of the workforce leaving, uh, to go outside the county for other uh, forms of employment. I think the retooling is really on the employer side versus the employee side. Watch out now. Um, what we have to do is provide, again, provide a deeper level information for our employers, and what we're going to do is, is exactly that. Uh, and then provide an uh, opportunity, as Tina mentioned, where we can make the connections as often as frequently as possible, utilizing technology to our advantage. Um, I'm a, Tina will tell you I'm a big believer in technology, uh, and I think 
that if we're use, utilizing communication tools like mobile devices, um, you know, uh, the age the age demographic between 35 and 44 is more likely to apply for a job using their mobile phone. Um, and then in that demographic, 52% of applicants using their mobile phone are women, right? So these are inter interesting statistics that um, if you looked at uh, like a LinkedIn uh, job profile, what they do all day long is just connect jobs with, jo with you're not, you might not even be looking for a job, but you're gonna get, um, Paid, you know, yeah, yeah. so it's, and they do, and what are they doing? They're looking at your behavioral s assess, your skills, and they're saying, hey, six out of 10. Um, what we do is we do that, we just have more personal touch, right? And so we've got to be more efficient uh, from a business service perspective of doing that from the employer side and helping our employers understand that one, we're free service, that has some economic benefits behind using employee French Georges. What are the top five things employers can do to retool? One, contact us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's number one. Always, uh, I would say, uh, contact employee French Georges. Um, uh, the other thing, too, is um, definitely uh, reevaluate um, hiring practices. Uh, look at your um, positions that are within your organizations two years, three years, five years from now. What are the industry leaders in your division doing and what are their jobs of the future? Uh, and how are, how are the, the, the big fish in the pond, so to speak, retooling their organization for jobs that may not exist yet? How are they going to recruit, right? Um, our, our kids coming up right now will be some industry leaders in just three years, four years. If you're in, if you're a freshman in college right now, you literally, in three and a half years, three years, graduate and be an executive of a Fortune 500 company. That's kind of where we're going because it's all technology based. Um, so you have to look at things like that. How does robotics play a part in in the services that you provide? Who's going to operate those machines? AI, yeah, robotics, absolutely, absolutely. automation. Yep. Any I other any other items areas that uh, employers can retool? I, yeah, definitely. I would number one always look at the competition, um, and what I mean by competition is um, you know look at the the market makers, uh, the the bigger companies who drive the industry that you're in. Always, always, always rely on employee Prince George's business service team. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, we'll reach out to you definitely, and provide information. Look internally. Uh, for your hiring processes. Um, look externally, again, for uh, some careers of the future and how you're going to source. Uh, look at your demographics. Uh, and I would say, you know, this the demographics can apply to both job seeker demographics, but also some of the political landscapes around you in terms of how business, the business environment is and what that looks like in the 5, 10, 15, 20-year plan. Uh, and... I go back to the last point is contacting for Prince George. This podcast was recorded at Prince George's Community Radio, located on the campus of Prince George's Community College. The music for the podcast has been provided by David Smalls, and the PG Daily is executively produced by David Smalls. Join us next time for more financial empowerment.